Christine. Hello there. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. How's well, things going? Well, things are very exciting around here. I don't know about you. Well, I want to start by saying, um, remember the last episode when I talked about how I was cool and hip and real tech savvy? Yes. Let's scrap all that. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like um, when you said you were going to be the person in charge of tech, um, I'm starting to uh, second guess that. Honest to goodness, I'm actually really good at technology, but lately, <laughs> I think maybe you're good at it compared to me. But I seem to be shining lately. Oh, you've definitely been carrying the team. I'm not even going to lie about that. I don't know if that's amazing or really horrific. <laughs> I feel like you should be a little frightened. Although well, it's, it's funny that we say that because I'm definitely not like I'm okay at tech stuff, but I, I definitely not great, but I'm still the one in charge of helping with tech with my family, like my parents and my sister. So oh, can, me you, too. can you imagine though, like my level and then they're worse than that. That is my dad calls me you know from time to time I've gotten calls from my in-laws time to time this is what I'm seeing on the computer I got this what does it mean I'm like the fact that I'm the IT support number is I mean it's quite flattering that you would think of me <laughs> but I mean my husband doesn't know how to do emails he doesn't know electronics at all he doesn't know how to do emails no not really wow like we find like he has one i don't (laughs) think he knows how to reply he doesn't need it for his job he's never needed he doesn't have social media he's never been on social media he doesn't do any of that but you know after the week that i've had and i think a lot of parents have had um I told him he better get on some free courses online. There's got to be some some training videos or things out there. I said, you got to pull your bootstraps up and start helping because I cannot do it all, especially with the kids. Like with the online stuff, it's just, yeah, because our school, it's, it's a new platform for us. Well, I think half these teachers are just learning for the first time. All this training they're supposed to be getting, I don't think any of them got it. So it's kind of like everybody's learning at the same time. Unless unless they had chosen to previously dive in and, and learn it before all this went down. But. but I think they did it all last year. Like even when my kids were in public school last year, it's different than the school they're in this year. Right. So I'm trying to learn with my kid. Like, I, I don't know it, right? Like, it took me a while to get used to what we were doing last year. Anyways. Well, I got a call from, I got a call from my mother the other day, and she said, um, I really need you, she got a new iPad. So she's like, I want to transfer everything from my old iPad to my new one. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot you need to transfer. She's like, well, what about my banking? I'm like, well, it's just a matter of putting a new app on, and then you just sign in to the app so like it was a lot of those conversations and then she finally like I so I I helped her with everything and then she called me oh you forgot to help me with zoom I'm like well it's the same thing like you just download the app so anyway she couldn't figure it out so I had to go and 
look at it because it's very hard to help people with tech things over the phone. I'm sure <laughs> right. done this. So I look and I look at the app she put on it. She's like, okay, I've got the Zoom app on here, but it's not working. And it was Zoom Room. I don't even know what that oh, is. Dear. So then I get her all set up and she goes, well, I need you to call my friend Maureen and help her also figure it <laughs> out. So now I'm dealing with my Irish mother, my Irish mother's best Irish friend and on the phone. And she's, so I'm talking her through it. She's on the, you know, the app store. And she's like, is it the Zoom room that I want? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, what is the Zoom room? Like, no, Zoom. So then she downloaded some Chinese version of it. She's like, it's all in Chinese characters. And I'm like, oh my God. You guys should have videotaped that because oh, it I actually sounds quite comical. It was, uh, well, if, I, if you weren't in it at the moment, it was hilarious. But at the time, I was ready to pull my hair out. But uh, my mom gave me a bottle of wine when I left. And I was like, I earned every sip of this. <laughs> so much for dry January. Oh, that has been way out the window. I haven't had a drink in January. You know, it's kind of funny that you should mention that you haven't had a drink. Because I was thinking about, like, the, you know, what it is to be a mid-century mom. And coming up to this, you know, this looming 50 and I feel like you, your whole life, you've been in preparation for becoming a mid-century mom. <laughs> Why? Because, what makes you think that? <laughs> because I was, so, I, was, <laughs> so I was thinking about this, like, really earnestly. And I'm like, well, you know, when all of us, like, not that you didn't have fun and have drinks, like, when we were growing up. But, you know, you kind of stopped a lot earlier than all of us did. You just don't oh, just like. <laughs> don't really drink anymore and are very few maybe like freaking spritzer or something's crazy and and then i'm like you go to bed this is even before kids you go to bed so early and then you, <laughs> and then you wake up so early i'm like you were 50 when you were 27 i really do live like the life of a golden girl i'm not even gonna lie i know it's it's fantastic and like a little scary yeah like i mean you get a lot of sleep I don't rem- that's good but i do not get a lot of sleep that's probably why i go to bed at 6 30 well, that is true you're a terrible sleeper but and uh thursday night i actually went to bed at 6 30 and you actually fell asleep and you were able to sleep uh i did i woke up at midnight I had a very draining well, week. It's that was been like a little you, emotional. I, I know, for sure. But I'm going to say, you went to bed at 6.30, you woke up at midnight. That's I went back to sleep three six, minutes later. hours of sleep right there. So Yeah, no, I did go back to sleep about, I just got up for a few minutes, went back to sleep. Um, I don't sleep the greatest since having kids. No. It doesn't help that my husband goes to work in the middle of the night at two in the morning. No, I understand. Uh, but you did do this early bedtime long before you were married with kids. I do love to go to bed early. I love to get up early. This I don't understand at all. I, no, you sense. have never been a morning person. No, but I like to stay up really late. That's the problem. Yes. When we were kids, like I used to hate partially sleeping at your house the few times I did because I would lay there for four hours yeah. watch to sleep in the morning because I'm like oh I've gotta go now like you're not you're really not the first person to say this that's so funny I remember when you had those two twin beds in the room in the I think it was the townhouse you guys lived in 
Yeah. And I would just lay there. I'm like, this is like bullshit. (laughs) Your kid's version of this is bullshit. (laughs) I'm like, I just wasted half my day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we would all remember when we would watch movies and I would maybe see the beginning credits. And you'd be asleep. I'd be asleep on your couch every time. So I think I just married the male version of you then because um, I don't think Donald has ever seen an entire movie with me. So he's fast asleep. Yeah, it really does put me to sleep. (laughs) Everything? (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) I really am my optimum self. 5 a.m. Like that window is when my day really starts and I am the best version of myself. Yeah, I, I can't oh. even, I'm trying to like contemplate that hour, and I'm like, nope, nope, can't do it. Doesn't make sense. The problem is, my kids, they're just like me. Oh, yeah. See, that's it. You you bred the wrong way for those ones. Completely. Because now you don't get those hours to yourself. They're up with you. Well, this is the problem. So I like to have a coffee. Have just even half a cup of coffee just to have a quiet moment and it very rarely happens and if I turn the coffee maker on before they're awake their eyes are wide open and they jump out of bed in three seconds you need to like put that out your uh, little shed and do the coffee out there and they can't hear it we have a coffee maker in the basement we have we we honestly we have tried everything I think I'm just gonna like set up a coffee bar in my room i already got a little mini fridge in my bathroom what time do maybe. they wake up in the morning six six thirty maybe but they also go to bed at like five o'clock in the afternoon no they go to bed at like six thirty. <laughs> yeah, unheard of like, but they're up i know i get it like but i always think i when people tell me their kids go to bed like and like most of my friends the younger kids they're in bed by seven seven thirty and i'm just like what i wish i wish i had the evening but that doesn't happen but then my kids will sleep in though so that's good but and and you sleep in so it's just different so the few times like obviously there's times we've left let our kids stay up if my kids don't have like a good 15 hours sleep i mean 15 i don't know i'm just saying (laughs) they need a real decent amount of sleep to function in this world and even if I kept them up till 10 o'clock at night, it doesn't matter. they're still up at six o'clock in the morning. And then I pay the price the next day. For sure. So it's not too often we do it. Over the Christmas break, we let them, you know, I'm not up that late. Like, I don't need them up that late. Like, 830, yeah. we're really pushing, like, let's go TikTok, let's wrap it up and get to bed. But I, it's, it's, then it's just a nightmare the next day. And I just don't want to deal with that. No, I don't. I understand that for sure. So it's easier for us to keep it on a schedule. I need to go back to this drinking thing. (laughs) Like when did I really stop drinking? You, it was early on. Like you really like all of a sudden, I mean, it was post obviously college, but, um, Oh, definitely. I was drinking in college. Oh, 100%. You had to get through that college. 
And, wow, you know, if you saw the before and after pictures, it's a bit alarming. Just joking. But no, 100%. But, but it wasn't too long after that. Like, you just you just weren't that interested anymore. Like, you just didn't do it as much. Hmm. Which is totally fine. It's just unusual for the people that we hang out with. You know, time. I can't do hangovers. Yeah, hangovers are horrible, for sure. But I, like a few years ago, I was at the cottage and I mean, I I was drinking for sure. And I know I don't do it that often. I don't think it was like absurd amount of alcohol. I was in bed for, I legit did not leave the bed for two days. I was throwing up. I was so sick. See, that is part of, because you didn't, you don't have a tolerance for it anymore. So you have to, if you maintain a level of drinking, you won't feel that way. I just, if I have one drink, I have a headache immediately, pretty much. Really? Yeah. No matter what, no matter what you're drinking, like it doesn't matter if it's a beer or a. Oh, I can't drink beer. Can't drink that. Um, Like usually I would drink something vodka. Like I was thinking over Christmas break, I'm going to have a drink. Never had one. Uh, we still have booze for my husband's 40th birthday, and that was how many years ago? My God. I know. I like, I think we're single-handedly keeping the LCBO in business. Couldn't tell you the last time I went to a Lickbo. Could not tell you. Wow. I think that's a much healthier way to live. I'm not, I'm not suggesting otherwise, but yeah. I mean, I have vices. I just don't think it's alcohol. For right. me also, because of the kids, I think it's just a different scenario. <clears throat> I think also, like, if I go to the cottage or if I go away for a weekend with my girlfriends, I will definitely have a couple of drinks. Sure. But I really don't find, like, I'll have a couple and then I'm just so tired <laughs> I need to go to bed. <laughs> I know you told me the last cottage trip that I couldn't make it to and you were in bed by 10 o'clock. I was. I was the I'm first like, one. That and... was like four hours before I went went to bed. Oh, all like the, our other three girlfriends stayed up. I'm like, I'm I'm just gonna go to bed now. But it's good that you do that because I mean, it's not like you're really missing anything. But I mean, you you know, obviously it's fun, but you don't like sabotage how you're gonna feel, and then you have that's a good time. You got to hang out with your friends, and you still get your full night's sleep. Well, and I think for me, I rather get up at six in the morning, go get a spot at the beach, get everyone's lunch ready. Like that makes me happy too. Get so... everyone's lunch ready. How late did everyone <laughs> sleep? Well, this is you've the already spent the morning at the beach. You're making lunch. This is no joke. Like one of my girlfriends, she sleeps so late too. I'm like. I have gone to town. I've done groceries, had breakfast, made lunches. <laughs> I've already been to the beach and back. Like, I really am an old lady. Yeah. I think you're going to make her excellent mid-century mom. Maybe. I think it's going to be right. Like, this is going to be where the world opens up for you. Wow. I do. So, again, I was thinking more, like, about what mid-century mom actually means. Like, I know, like, on a literal level, we were thinking of just because we're becoming 50 but I think it also has a lot of um, different implications about like how we have evolved how we behave how we react to things so I was thinking about that and I and I I guess uh, I was gonna say 
ask you, like, what do you think lately is the most mid-century mom thing that you have done? Um, I can tell you. I don't know if it's mid-century. Or if it's a Karen sort of scenario. <laughs> What's a Karen? You've never heard of, like, the people, like... Oh, the mean that... people? Yeah. No, I'm not mean to people. No, I know. But, but some of that is, like... You know how you, as you're getting older, you have your patience becomes shorter, less tolerance for bullshit, and you might say things that maybe you would filter out if you're younger or whatever. No, see, I think like two people in the world, I'm I'm quite nice. Um, I could be a lunatic or like a Karen when I'm eighty or ninety. Right. Like I get yelled at work by geriatric women all day, every day. Right. And I think to myself, one day I'm going to strive to be this woman. I don't think it would make me feel good. But the fact that somebody is that liberated to yell for no apparent reason, <laughs> like you go, girl. Like, well, I mean, I don't think there's ever a time where it there's an excuse for being a mean person. I agree. I, but I do like my ever liberated feeling of like, I can speak my mind and I can tell you when something's bothering me or um, I have no problem calling people out when they're being dicks or I have seemingly mm-hmm. no problem of calling out other people's children when they're being dicks. Like, whether it's my definitely. But I guess my version of, so my mid-century mom moment, I'm just going to share it with everyone mm-hmm. right now. So uh, you've probably heard this, but um, so during, I think it was probably April or May, the very height of the original lockdown. So pretty high stress time, you know, mm-hmm. nobody's supposed to be going anywhere. I found it very anxiety provoking because it was absolutely it was new and every, you know, so Sunday night, some at 11 o'clock at night, uh, there's a banging on my front door. And it's like very like aggressive banging. So I look out my window because I can see my front door. And as right. I look, as I look, I see a man slip and hide behind the tree on my front lawn. And it was like actually got me quite concerned, right? Like it was pretty crazy. And then so I just ignored it, thinking they'll go away. But they banging on my door, banging on my door. They wake up everybody in the house. The kids are nervous, like kind of scared. So I'm finally, I look and I see it's a woman kind of all dressed up nicely. And I'm thinking like, this is like a total scam, right? Like they're going to come at late at night and she's going to try to get someone to, you know, take pity on her because she's looking all cute. Right. Oh, get them to let her in. So this is all going through my head because I'm making up this huge scenario. And then eventually. Because you stay will... up late watching those kind of movies. Well, of course. Like, and then, yeah. uh, and it's not a completely unrealistic scenario. There's nobody you're supposed to be out right now. Who? Why are these people wandering around in the middle of a pandemic? Mm-hmm. Sunday night at 11 banging on my door and then uh so I'm thinking so she's so I decide to call the police so I call the police like 911 police yes or like a non-urgent line okay okay well because I think they're I'm worried like I'm not gonna open the door obviously I'm not stupid but I'm like what if they what if they go to someone we have lots of elderly neighbors in our neighborhood what if they don't think and they just open the door and something bad happens like I just want to make sure that people are safe so I call them and I even said to her like is this the right thing should I be calling you and she said yes no absolutely we'll send some police out they I of course and then I'm also nosy so I stay and I'm watching and I can see the car the police 
driving around. Like now these this couple has left and I've they've gone on their way and I've been able to describe what they look like. And the police come later and they're, you know, you get the big flashlights and they're touring around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then and then um they come back and the cop comes to my door. Like I did I guess he wants to talk to me. So um the and then the hilarious part is of course I'd had a couple cocktails, so I had to run and grab gum because I didn't want to have um, oh, you thought the breath. cops are going to give you a like a breathalyzer? Well, I'm like, well, I didn't want to smell like vodka because then they'd be like, oh, <laughs> some drunk, some drunk bitch just decided to call the police, cause trouble. So anyway, so I'm talking to the guy, whatever. He's like, we didn't see anyone. It's fine. And, and um, I said, well, I just, you know, people are vulnerable during this time. And he said, absolutely. He's like, we've had home invasion stories and all that. So he goes, we'll take one more tour of the neighborhood, and then we're going to call it a night. I'm like, that was the end of it. So then three days later, my neighbor comes up to us and says, I heard you had a bit of trouble. You had to call the police. And I'm like, like, how the hell how would they? they know that? And it turns out <laughs> it was a couple of his friends who were party hopping houses on my street. And uh, they thought they were at his house. And so they were banging oh, on the door to get, <laughs> to get in. And oh, then, dear. Yeah. And then, yeah. And, and then, so that was bad enough for sure. And then they ended up, they found his house and they went in. But then when they were leaving, I guess the police at this point were doing their last search. And based, oh, dear. On, my, and based on my description, found them. Found them. <laughs> How, did, so the, did the police narc you out that you called? Um, well, I don't know. I guess when, I think must have what happened was, so they must have been questioned. Obviously, they were questioned. about. How about, did they know that you called? Well, I would assume when the couple came to their senses and they were with my neighbor they probably explained oh we were just knocking on the house over there we thought it was you know they probably explained what happened but i was you know i was waffling between feeling a total asshole for calling the police but i was also like fuck you like we're in the middle of a pandemic why are people party hopping and then so that was my mid-century mom moment i never felt i never felt so 50 in my whole life is what i did that that's funny I not long ago, maybe like three weeks ago. So I am forever telling my son to put his glasses on. This is on replay 15 times a day. They're too small for his ever growing head. (laughs) Um, But he still has to wear his glasses. Yeah, of course. Okay. I, in the last probably six months, I really don't wear my glasses a lot. I take them off because I can't see fuck all. Right. I can't wear wear my my contacts if it's foggy, if I have a migraine, if it's overcast. It's very specific when I can wear them. My eyeballs are dry. I am old lady over here. <laughs> I can't read with my contacts anymore. So you need the bifocals then. Uh, just slow your roll. So... <laughs> I just walk around with nothing on my face. Right. Like, whatever. So my son now does the, well, you don't wear your glasses. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, so it was just a couple weeks ago. So I'm going to work, pack up my stuff, get in the car, driving. Obviously, we live country roads, and I'm driving, and I'm like, I can't see fuck all. Didn't have my glasses on which I need to drive, but I forgot to put them on. So I have to pull over. 
turn around and it's kind of hard because it's one, you know, just where we live. It's not really easy to turn around unless you pull into someone else's farm. Come back. I call my husband. I'm like, could someone come out to the garage? Because I forgot my glasses. And he's like, Jesus Christ, how are you driving without your glasses? <laughs> I never felt more like my mother yeah. than at that moment. And I'm like, I forgot to get them. I'm trying to get into the practice of always carrying glasses oh in a glass case or. You need the necklace. You need the necklace around your neck. Uh, no, ma'am. <laughs> There's no necklace. Not you know, happening. Some, some things are absolutely like hideous and old, but they're very functional. Like, um, I wear the necklace hip, for my mask. I use that for my sack, mask. A hip sack is an actual great invention, but I wouldn't want to wear one. But, I have two hip sacks. Yeah, because they're actually smart. And, but they're, and they're actually very in fashion right now. I have a nice, cute pink leather one. I, but I'm going to, we can agree to disagree, but that's okay. All right. Very fashionable. The problem is the belt shrunk, so it won't fit around my waist right now the belt did you, did you put in the dryer for too long so the leather that shrunk <laughs> i need to make figure out a way for that to grow so that yes. i can wear it again do they do do they do hip uh hip <laughs> extenders <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's their new product marketing call shark tank we are totally going to the dragon's den with the hip sack Waistband expanders. I bought hip sacks also for my kids for school this year. <laughs> so your kids are. So you said they have friends this year or no? <laughs> glasses and a hip sack. Are you fucking kidding? Okay. Who had glasses and headgear? Slow down. Not at school. <laughs> you still had it. <laughs> I slept in the headgear. Nobody saw it. I saw it. You and you don't, also had glasses and braces. So don't we were, make fun. We I were bought, a cool gang of kids, let me tell you. I bought um <laughs> the kids fluorescent <laughs> yellow hip sacks. Well, so you would lose them in your farmer's field? <laughs> When they're running through the cornfields. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> a mid-century problem is that you almost pee your pants when you're laughing. <laughs> oh boy. Um, no, they're fluorescent yellow. And then now, like now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds really bad. <laughs> but in a sharpie, I wrote their name. <laughs> <laughs> And then I put like hand sanitizer and wipes and gloves and extra masks. Of course you did. <laughs> Is it big enough to hold a whole container of Clorox wipes? My one son loves it. Because I don't know which one it is, and he's turning into you. I know. He's such a little miss. I love he it. He is. He's very adorable. I know. Bless his heart. <laughs> oh, he's going to get his ass kicked for his whole <laughs> life. <laughs> his little baby brother. 
<laughs> He'll go into his hip sock and pull out his mace. <laughs> I think, uh, you know what? I think your littlest one could probably fit in Wyatt's hip, ba- hip sock and hide and attack him. Oh, yeah. I had to put uh, the other one, the hip sock, I tied it like a adjustable belt as tall, as small as it could go. And it still fell down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have those problems, that's for sure. I'm definitely on the need the expander problem at the moment. Well, I think we're going to end things here because uh, apparently I need to run out and buy myself a hip sack. Definitely. Uh, you uh, let me know that they're the, the big thing right now. But, uh, but before we do that, um, we are going to be ending each of our episodes with our mid-century mom mentions which um, are just going to be a shout out to people who have either helped us, inspired us, or just out there hustling and uh, deserve all the support that they can get. So if you wanted to go ahead with that. Sure. So my MCM mid-century mom shout out this week goes to um, a friend of ours that we've known since uh, kindergarten and her name is Alyssa and Alyssa has a podcast called feel free podcast. They also have a website feel free company and they are, so she is a co-host and what they're talking about is thriving through divorce. And I think it's so important. I think it's great conversation. Their podcasts are so interesting. Even if you're not going through a divorce, I thoroughly enjoy them. I love that. I haven't seen Alyssa in probably 25 years, but We've always been in contact and supported one another from afar. Uh, sometimes her and I will DM each other, you know, we'll talk shit about politics. And I love that. And she really does support women and she supports everybody. And I just love that. She gave us a shout out um, ahead of us and we wanted to shout her out. So she is my MCM shout out this week. And we will tag her in our episode. What about you? So my mid-century mom mention is to um, a friend of ours uh, who is one of the hardest working moms that I know. Her name is Shelly and she is the handy ma'am. She uh, specializes in um, home renovations, landscaping, and she truly is probably the hardest working person I know. So I just wanted to give her a shout out. She's on Facebook and Instagram and she is the handy ma'am. So that's and a woman mention. in the trades is yes. awesome. Excellent. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to like, share, give us a follow. Our Facebook is back up and running. You can follow us on Instagram. You can find our podcast everywhere. And please don't be afraid to comment or tell us something you want us to talk about. And don't forget to let us know what really bad reality show should we get Christine to watch. (laughs) All right. Take care, Andrea. Bye. Bye.